0: Our normal waking consciousness, rational consciousness as we call it, is but one special type of consciousness. Whilst all about it, parted from it by the filmiest of screens, there lie potential forms of consciousness entirely different. And that was a quote by William James in 1902. So why might we want to tap into elevated stages of consciousness? Well stick around for today's episode and you'll find out why. and regain your control. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And so I asked the question, why might we want to tap into elevated stages of awareness when we're surrounded by, you know, things that we see? We value things that we can see, touch, taste, smell, and hear. And we really are valuing the intellect of our mind, the rational mind. But there's a whole other aspect of us that we have yet to tap into, but we can tap into it. And it's that expanded level of awareness. And I was talking about, in a couple of episodes ago, about Keegan and Leahy's work, where they were talking about different stages of adult development. And I love how, similarly, he and Ken Wilber talk about... um, you know, much a much broader map of our development as humans and connecting with expanded levels of consciousness. And what they say is, as we move through these elevated stages, we start to begin to disidentify with our mental experience and even our physical experience of how we're experiencing the world. Um, And eventually, we reach the higher stages of awareness, and that's called uh, pure awareness. So that might sound kind of odd and woo-woo, but here's the beautiful thing is, you know, at this stage, when we reach these heightened levels of awareness, and we know that we've reached that level, it's like, I am not my body. I am not my emotions. I am not my possessions. I am not these challenges or experiences. There's a difference between that whereas when we consider all of these things and we identify with them. So we sometimes mistakenly think, I am my body. No, you're not your body. I'm not my body. I have a body. I'm spirit in a body, but I am not my body. Um, sometimes we look at people, and even ourselves, like, oh, that, that's a problem child over there. No, that's not a, a problem person. That's a person with a problem. So once we start to disidentify with what we think is reality based on what we see, taste, touch, smell, and hear, we can liberate ourselves from, you know, the, the challenges and obstacles we might And the grip they might have on us. So that's really the essence of learning and the importance of learning to tap into these higher levels of consciousness because as we start to study ourselves, and there are different ways that you could do this. I mean, I can teach you some of the techniques that I use, um, and if you're interested in it, definitely go to ratracereboot.com and subscribe because then you'll know when my book is coming out and I'll walk you through a lot of these processes. But whether it's a spiritual path that you're following or religion or energy or healing or just deep introspection, those are ways that you can tap into these expanded and elevated levels of consciousness so that When you do approach challenges in your life, um, again, they don't have that grip on you. You're a person who's experiencing a challenge. That challenge isn't you. When somebody um, kind of engages with you in a way that's not to your liking, it doesn't mean anything inherently, It, it just is. So once you start reaching these levels, you have this kind of experience of non-attachment. It doesn't mean that things aren't important to you. It doesn't mean that you um, don't have things and experience things. But again, you're a human being who has a beautiful home. You're not your home, you're not identified with it. You're a wonderful, expansive human being who has a beautiful career and it's growing and elevating. You're not your career. You see the danger when you identify with a lot of these things? I remember when I was transitioning out of the military and I'm so grateful that I met Bob Proctor when I did because at that time in my life, I identified with my career. I thought, if I'm not doing this, who would I be without the military? Who would I be without my rank and position? So I really had to figure out you know, if I if I if I'm going to be the fullest expression of myself, I got to figure out who me is. And so we often don't take the time to do that. And so this is really an important aspect of your growth is understanding who you are at the root of who you are. I, I like to think of it as the spiritual journey, and spirit is anything in my mind where you're just acknowledging something out there that's greater than yourself. It doesn't matter whether it's religion or spiritual or energy, it's just the the knowingness there's something out there that's much greater than yourself. And you can tap into that wisdom and energy anytime. I find that wisdom within me when I when I stop and pause and listen. You know, you've been blessed with mental faculties, your imagination, your intuition, your will, your memory, your perception. Um, so, all of those things are resources that you can tap into anytime. But when we're so consumed by what's happening and attached to what's happening outside of ourselves, what we're experiencing through our five senses we don't give ourselves the space to tap into a much greater part of ourselves, right? Um, I want to read this little quote by Lao Tzu, and it's really capturing this idea beautifully. There is no need to run outside for better seeing, nor to peer from a window. Rather, abide at the center of your being, for the more you leave it, the less you learn." Search your heart and see if he is wise who takes each turn. The way to do is to be. I say this all the time, right? We've become human doings in a lot of ways where we can get back to the basics, the essence of who we are and remember who we are and these beautiful gifts, our mental faculties that we've been blessed with. Um, That's how we start to live from a space where we're being. Right, so when it comes to your goals and your vision, for example, you always want to make sure that you're focused on what it is you want that vision of who you'd like to be. Now, remember, reaching a goal isn't about reaching the goal in and of itself, it's about your expansion and growth as a being, it's about who you get to become as you're moving in the direction of this vision and goal. And so your job is to just get clear on that vision. That's it. But don't get mired in the in the how. When we get so wrapped up in the rational mind, the intellectual mind, and the how, we are actually playing small. We're limiting ourselves. And that's why we always do this exercise with inspired action. Now, your rational mind, your intellect, they are beautiful gifts. They are they're parts of us and our beingness that we can leverage and tap into any time. But I'm saying if you want to have a more fuller, expansive life, you've got to be willing to loosen the grip a little bit on, on some of the things that you want. You've got to expand your awareness, loosen the grip on the outcomes. Loosen your grip on the path to get toward what you want. You know, your job is to focus on the what. It's none of your business, the how. (laughs) And I know that's counterintuitive. We think we have to know how we're going to do something before we actually make a decision to do it and move in that direction. But I'm telling you, that's using that rational mind, that intellect, which is a great tool to have. But if you want to really experience a greater part of yourself, try a different way. Um, so, you want to get clear on that vision, and then taking inspired action, how we do in at every um, every episode that we do, we finish off with just a few moments of getting in harmony with visualizing that image of what you want to be, do, or have and then when ideas float to your consciousness, you know take action on those that 's your path forward and when you take that first step get there. And I do this every day. I do this exercise that we're going to do at the end of today's episode. I do it every single day. I have a path forward toward my vision and goal. And every day I'm imagining that vision and that goal. And then I'm asking, how can I be today? What can I do today that will take me closer to that goal? So I do have a plan that I'm plotting. Um, And I'm taking steps, but when I get to the first step, when I get to that first level, think about it as a a staircase. I get to that first level and then I'm imagining, okay, what can I do next? Where can I go next? Next. What's the path of least resistance to get me from here to there? So there's a lot of trust that's happening. Remember, I've I've used this analogy before, Martin Luther King, saying, you know, that staircase, you trust that when you take a step that that next step is going to be there. You don't have to see all of the steps to keep going, right? You trust that those stairs are going to be there. This is a different way of, of thinking and being. So the first step that you would want to take is, One, get clear on what you want, and then be that in your mind, and to the best of your ability in your physical surroundings today, and practice taking inspired action each and every day, and I'm going to walk you through that process. Um, So that's the start, and I know that it's easier said than done. Mastering your mind is, um, it it sounds simple (laughs) in theory, but there's a lot of layers to it. And if you want some support in moving forward, if you want to know what direction to take, I encourage you to go to ratracereboot.com, message me, um, subscribe so you get a copy of the book and at least get notified when it comes out. And there's a definite path that you can take and I can get you pointed in the right direction. So with that said, I'm going to take you through a guided visualization, and it's how we end every episode of Rat Race Reboot. And this is where you start. This is where it all starts. And this is how you take inspired action. So wherever you are, just relax and just begin to notice your breath without judging it, without trying to change it. Just tune in to the breath. And I want you to imagine something that you want to be, do, or have. Maybe something you've always dreamed of. Maybe something that initially inspired you, but then your intellect got in the way and said, yeah, but how are you going to do that? And then that memory and that dream became a distant memory. But I want you to hold that vision, because if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Just pretend for a moment that you could have anything you desire and there were no obstacles. And imagine you are living your dream. You've reached your vision and your goal. And you're sharing this accomplishment with people you love. Start to notice who's around you. How is your experience in this moment? And how does it feel to be you right now? You have just accomplished your wildest dream, and it feels so liberating. You're experiencing so much joy and ease and flow. Now start to dial in that image a little bit like it's a movie playing on a screen. And let it play out for a few moments. Tuning in to all of the sights and sounds experiencing this bliss through your five senses maybe as you're living there in that image some ideas float to the top of your mind write them down and take action That is what taking inspired action is all about. And doing a practice like this will really, it'll be the path of least resistance for you so that you're not doing all of the things and being guided by things that are outside of you. You're learning to follow your own intuitive wisdom and guidance. You're allowing yourself to connect with something outside of yourself, even bigger than yourself, that's a part of you right now, even. And so that's what taking inspired action is all about, because you're in harmony with that vision. So therefore, the ideas that you've written down are also in harmony with that vision. They might might not make sense right now, but take action on them anyway, and see where they lead you. But until then, I'm really grateful that you tuned in for today's episode. Go to ratracereboot.com, subscribe so you get updates on my book. I'm so excited about that. It'll be coming out in the next couple of months. And reach out if you have any questions. Leave a five-star review if you got value out of today's episode. We do read them. Leave your comments. And until then, we will see you next week. But remember, everything is created twice. First, in your imagination and then in physical form. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21, Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.